Hey, this is Bill McMorrow, uh, one one boy from Two Boys in a Balcony, just with a very special message before we start this episode. You know, if you're feeling bad about things. Boy, I'm going to, I just got to pause you one second, Bill, before you, things, do, Bill, this is one that you cannot fuck this I'm one up. I'm not going to fuck it up. This, okay. I'm, I'm just saying up. we can't. I can you, handle you, this. This is this your is big, thing? big thing that I can handle. I'm a big boy. All right, I'll back. I'm just. I, I just. I got nervous for a second, Sean. For a con- comedian. This. This is. This, this is, is one that legitimate. we will get. We will get. We'll get fucking this ruined. Is legitimate. If if this goes wrong, okay. I'm gonna back out. Hey, the floor this is yours. Is legitimate. I'm gonna do it. Sorry. I about know that. that you think okay. it's a little too much. To do, I just got but... nervous. I got nervous. I apologize. Right. I apologize. I, I I back out. All right. Hey, if you ever get a little down in the dumps. Remember, marijuana is nope, legal no, in nope, Massachusetts. No, 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 no. So you can just that's go to the we, marijuana That's not what store. we agreed on. That's not Buy what we agreed on. You have a little bit of that. God you're damn it! Feel better about it, everything. You were gonna do a suicide prevention what? Uh, PSA? No, not, I was that's not. That's what you said. What are God, you ripping now? Idiot. What are you, you gonna do? A funny joke? Time. That's not it. The federal government still has marijuana classified as a Class C substance. Oh my God! We fucking get it. I want to kill myself every time you talk I mean, about it. It's a class D, but it's Schedule 1. Schedule 1 is re- it's the scheduling of it as that's really the problem. <laughs> that's been the thing that gets people in jail for a long long scheduling time. Scheduling is scheduling if you're not organized Meanwhile, scheduling Meanwhile, our is a elected for a leaders seem to find their way. John Banner, I'm speaking of former speaker of the house, maybe you remember him now. CEO. What's he doing? He's the CEO of nope. uh, marijuana. Of what? Now. He fucking, he's oh, a drug yeah. dealer. He's a drug dealer. Well, people yeah. are still in jail. Hell yeah, dude. You know what? Oh, if no, I yeah, went to Florida, bad. I hope they send me to Martha's Vineyard because marijuana is legal here. It ain't legal in Florida and it ain't legal in Texas, all these Confederate states. Oh, my God. Play the theme. <laughs> we watched a movie. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, in a ah, balcony. Two boys in a balcony. Just ordinary people, baby. Just, re- just regular just, uh, Topeka two, people. Just two regular dudes. Just a couple of bros having a bro Wanna down. Just hang with just some, ordinary... some regular Topeka people. That's an almost Jesus famous Christ, no. riff, Sean. Great movie. Oh, we're gonna talk okay, about that yeah. someday. I believe it was no, it wasn't nominated, was it? No, famously. We not. will talk about it then, though, because it should have been. Mm, don't think so. You don't think that should have been nominated? No, I'm just saying you can talk about it, but I'm not gonna. You're gonna it. talk about it. You, You'll you, say things. you do whatever you You'll want. Do a couple hey, riffs. Do it. At, hey, do whatever you, you want to do. Ha- your own you time. have a hard time not riffing once it starts. I. Oh my gosh! It is a. It's a. It's a burden. It's a, it's a curse. Uh, I can't turn it off. It's it's uh, the Robin Williams. I just am constantly my brain is nah, 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 and going to nah, 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 nah. <laughs> couldn't help it. Skip it a do. We're here. It's two boys in a balcony. This is already already shaping up to be one of our worst episodes. What are you talking about? We're hitting on we're firing on all cylinders. All the funny things that we've thought about saying, we've said. You came in with that Can't very be. awkward suicide prevention riff, which I that was you, that was not one hundred percent. The one time that I go, you know what, Bill? You're right. You've earned a little bit of independence on the pod. Take the reins. You drive the car. <laughs> fucking drove I'm us over right here trying to find a, a radio station. station we can enjoy. Don't make me drive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, in the car. I'm not even looking at the road. That literally you in your living room trying to find a radio station. That podcast sucks. Change the channel. Oh, hey, folks, we're here. It's make the, money uh, with Spreaker.com. Post your podcast. <laughs> make so much money. Uh, you can live forever. It's here. Two Boys in a Balcony, an iHeartRadio production. We are here. You know what? I really uh, used to hot radio up? back in the day. Not so much anymore. Never, you didn't have a you choice, did you? Radio, huh? No, I, I, no, I fucking. If I'm driving my wife's car, she has satellite radio in the car. And then I can get like. Does she subscribe to it, or did she get a car and there's like the the six month or one year free? She subscribed because she likes the Broadway channel. There's a channel that just plays Broadway. Uh, So sometimes I'll listen to satellite radio as like a novelty, but in my own car, as a goof, I don't even like you'll drive around going, "Look at me! Look what I'm doing!" I had to put in a a second uh, a second uh, market uh, radio in. I'm gonna listen to the Howard Stern show in this car. I don't know that I could get radio in my car. I have Bluetooth and I can plug my phone in. That's about the extent. Yeah, that's that I all I do. do. I just use. I would have to. I would have to stream radio through my phone to my right? car. You'd radio have to get the, the app for the radio station. Mm-hmm. WBCN.com.app.org. Dude, I thought that was the fucking best. I thought that would be the best job. When I was in high school, I was Being like, oh fuck, DJ? you just sit around, and you just, you just, dude, you just play Incubus whenever you want. <laughs> Nobody can tell you to stop. You just give concert tickets away to the Snowcore Tour. This is fucking tickets. awesome. You get tickets to movie premieres. I would say the majority of the concerts I went to in high school were because my older brother got tickets off the radio somehow. I used to. We used to uh, call for the because they always had contests like BCN, uh, AF. Be like, uh, be the 107th caller and win yeah. one dollar and seven cents. What? Yeah, we got. Uh, we saw. I saw so many fucking concerts for free. That I saw way, John Mellencamp. I, like go I want tickets to Great Woods. Your your parents' generation would know it as. Uh, that's the only way I acknowledge it. I still call it. Yeah, Great Woods. I mean, pretty much, right? You know why? What is it, it now? Was the Comcast Center? It's the Xfinity Center, I All believe. Right. Because... So it just keeps changing its name with Comcast. It was Tweeta well, for like, like a week. The Tweeta. Hey, what's the, what? Somebody explain the difference to me between Comcast and Xfinity. And that's what the just fuck? the name of that their company. I, but Comcast is Xfinity, yeah. and Xfinity is Comcast? Xfinity was like when Comcast rebranded, because everybody was like, Comcast sucks. And they're like, yeah, they're Comcast, Comcast yeah, does suck. Come over here to Xfinity. <laughs> You're like, hey, everybody, go look at that made-up yeah. word. Wow. You've heard of Infinity. What about Xfinity? It was Tweetacenta for a while, which was like a radio place they sold radios i think they were at least i think a, a local high uh, speakers like a uh, high five yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah like don Cheadle's don Cheadle's place do you in, remember tech uh, hi-fi used to be up in uh tech hi-fi yeah. no used to be in quincy i remember caldor Bridge street uh brad washington street Ames. in southern artery i believe for all our local oh. groupies i'm sorry and then i turned yes, into no, some I remember what you're talking about. pet store I think it's that weird club. looking building in front of the Dunkin' Donuts. Sexy, sexy pet store. Sexy pet store. What are we talking about? Finn, fur, and fucka. What? Oh. <laughs> that your, that's Dude, that's just a rip. <laughs> that just comes naturally to me. That's, just, some, that's just something you read out of one of your uncle's bathroom readers in 1975. Uh, we're here. It's Two Boys in a Balcony. Listen, it's favorite, a serious uh, episode this week because of the movie. Film podcast. 
We watched a movie. We watch movies every week. Uh, we're watching the films from 1980? Uh, it's the... No, it's 1979. Yeah, it's 80, 1980 Oscars, right? Uh, Is it not? They got to suck in this it's shit the first in the same one year. of the 80s, right? We're going to uh, say we're in the 80s now, Sean. You and me, brother. I mean... This is my oh, yeah, time. We are. This is definitive. We're celebrating the films of 1980, the birth year of my oldest brother. Uh, your 10th year on the planet, Bill. Yeah. You're 10 years old, kicking still around Still going to have my mother for a couple years. Okay. Jesus Almost. Christ. Every fucking I mean, time that last year was a lot of hospital time. It does seem like it. it is a significant it was event. A lot of in, you're right it to was keep a lot of in-hospital time the last year, year and a half of her life, but... Was that was that were any of those uh, last couple of years nineteen eighty or can we put this off a couple? Well, weeks? she died January twenty seventh, nineteen eighty two at one twenty. Fuck yeah, dude! I'll morning. see you in two weeks. No more sad sack shit. I'll see you in two what weeks, baby. I'm just saying, nineteen eighty. We can't be talking about the your, your mom's passing in nineteen eighty two. Two years early. We'll do it then. All right, John. I feel like you're going to be. You better somehow. be respectful in two weeks, because y'all. Yeah, right now, uh, disrespectful as hell. I mean, I mean, it's it. You could you could argue a little bit, a little bit. It's a little disrespectful to, <laughs> to talk about your dead mother every week within the first ten minutes of the podcast. Right. I don't. I, uh, I don't know. I apologize. I'm over here. I'm over here. You my know, mom's still yeah, alive. It's okay. Just that she's always like, on Jesus my mind, Christ, and dude. I don't get to just. I don't just get to do this thing where I go. Oh, my mom's still alive. That's <laughs> fair. Being a full-grown adult, oh, crazy, crazy. Oh, Beverly D'Angelo. Oh my God, be I'll take so a my D'Angelo number mother. nine, please. Oh, with a little bit of steak, extra steak on that. Extra what? Extra steak on that steak. No, I've, <laughs> all of a sudden I, I shifted over into sub sub sandwich mode, and I was like, yeah, steak number nine does sound fucking pretty good. It's better than the steak bomb because they put the fucking peppers and onions in there. They gotta be in there. You gotta have that shit. A chicken number nine for you non-beef eaters. Go fuck yourselves, you pussies. Hey, we're sponsored by D'Angelo's sandwich. Oh my god, could you fucking imagine? Week. Could you even fucking Dude, imagine? Fucking rarefied air we'd be in right there. Oh my god. I do love D'Angelo's. It takes a little too long. That's like new kids on the block I territory. I think they had a sponsorship with D'Angelo's. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Donnie I loves bet. the number nine. I uh I am a fan of the uh the chain sub shops. Except for Subway, even though I still yeah, I, I like yeah, Subway. I had also. a feeling. Yes, Subway's fine. <laughs> I had a feeling you like subs. Ah, uh, Jersey Mike's, bad. I love that shit. Jimmy John's. I feel when Quiznos went out of business. Was that a rough day? For Great. Me? That's that thing sucks. You didn't like Those things were bad. Crunchy breads. Oh, no, dude. I oh, I don't like a toasted sub. What? That's something Get the you. Fuck yeah, you gotta know that town, about dude. me. You gotta know that about me in case you ever order me a sub yeah. sandwich, soft bread only. No, baby. you're gonna be disappointed as hell. I'm getting that no, fucking toast. No, don't toast that shit. Don't toast it. Dude, I'm asking you not to. All right. This is me asking you. <laughs> I'm a boy not to toast standing in front of another boy. <laughs> asking you not to toast my sub. When we get together for the outdoor balcony, the we have our sub sandwich nights. Sean Sullivan. I just need them nice and soft. I don't need crunch. All right. <laughs> baby oh, T. I like to focus on. Sean Baby T. Sullivan. Can't handle the crunch. Hey, Jamie, put Hopefully that on a shirt, what? would you? Yeah, yeah, Jamie. And then, Jamie, put a shirt on, pal, buddy. You got to put, you got to wear a shirt when you're at work. It's really rough. Yeah, we can't. Jamie is a boy. 
1980. I was not born yet. Oh, no. Fucking gas Gas crisis. crisis. The election. The last year. The last days of Jimmy Carter. We took him out and we executed him for war crimes. Dead than disco. Oh, was that that night? That was 1980, probably. It feels like around that. That whole. It does feel like that, right? It feels like that a little bit. It might be around there. Uh, But I'll tell you, we're celebrating the films of 1980, but the Academy Awards were March 31st, 1981. We're talking the 53rd. Oh, my God, dude. That's less than a year. Academy Awards. My mother died. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You want to talk about it now? Uh, nah, we'll wait. We'll wait. You, I don't want to spoil yeah. it. Because <laughs> here's I the thing. I know it. that I, I know that you're not gonna be able to help yourself in two weeks. Doing it again. Remembering your mother. Okay. You know what? Unless you want to go to therapy in the next two weeks. We got fucking 164 episodes of you proving that you don't care about orphans. So whatever. Whatever. Nothing you say now is gonna matter. And again, you didn't become an orphan until you were 25. Right. So well, it is, it's hard. Well, I agree. It is hard. It is difficult. I mean, as a 43 year old man, I don't know that you would know about that. I'm only oh, 39. Oh, boom. It hurts, doesn't it? I mean, I just look 43. <laughs> it does hurt. My leg is in a bad sort. Here we go. The films of 1980. Uh, ceremony hosted, of course. Hosted by Jonathan Carson once again. again. Doesn't this guy have a television show to do? Yeah, at night on the Tonight at the Tonight Tonight Show tonight. And when is this thing happening? Later on tonight. Later later on tonight. Yeah, a little earlier in the day probably. Maybe he tapes at four and then he goes and does the award show. Who knows? He's a man of fucking many talents. Those talk shows they tape in the morning. They they tape in the afternoon. Conan, do they tapes they at do 4 a bunch of those at once, or they do the whole week on one day, or do they do? Them no, I think they do. Uh, no, they do one a day, but they do it at like four p.m. Because they gotta have they have time the to... monologue topical. They have to have the well, current thing. Yeah, then they gotta. Well, they have to edit the show and all they that shit, and then it's shows. gotta go to. All oh, right. I wish they'd edit a little more. I didn't do any research this week, so I don't know if anything exciting happened. You did the research. You watched all the movies, didn't you? Except for the one. I did do that. Our boy Henry Fonda getting an Academy Honorary Award. He'll be back a couple years later for White Men Can't Jump. Yep. Starring Henry Fonda. And Wesley In Golden Pond. And Golden Pond. And uh, they gave uh, Empire Strikes Back a Special Achievement Award for visual effects because there was not a visual effects category didn't yet. They do, didn't they do that for Star Wars? Yeah, I believe so. You think they would have caught on by then? They're like, oh, shit, oh you're doing a sequel? All right, we'll again. just make it a thing then. Uh, there was a petition to get uh, a special makeup award for the Elephant Man uh, because there's not a makeup award yet. Uh, and they said, uh, no. What do you mean makeup? It's black and white. Uh, I mean, uh, the Elephant Man's uh, enormous prosthetic head. Oh, that wasn't That wasn't real? a documentary. No, that's John Holy Hurt. Moly. That's the actor. No, that's not John Hurt. That's William Hurt. That's John Hurt. That's John Hurt. John Hurt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, John Hurt from uh, Midnight, Midnight Express. Midnight Express, yeah. And Ollivander's Wand Shop. He's got, if you look at his IMDb, he's most known for the Harry Potter films, not his Academy Award nominated for you, right? I just, um, it's a magical world. Little wizards. 
Okay. Oh, this one ain't going on the reels, dog. <laughs> uh, John, you're blowing uh, it up with the reels. Everybody, everybody at my house. Hey, we're having fun. Follow everybody us on Instagram, Balcony Boys Show. Sending them to my wife. Oh, huh? <laughs> Yo, you. Yeah, just me. Honey, honey, look at this dumb video Sean wasted his time on. He's so stupid. We don't even get paid for this shit. He's not that fucking making content Nicole, like a Jack dork. Like he's out. not almost 40. Hey, an almost 40-year-old's trying to stay relevant. Nicole, did you see that text that I sent you? Yeah, could you get milk? <laughs> uh, it's going viral. It's the, can you get milk text, please? Uh, top grossing films of the year. We like to do this. Ooh, I think this might be the first Razzies year. Let's look it up. Oh, fucking Razzies, dude. These jerks. I'm going to Razzie my Razzie your ass. It is. We can talk about it. Uh, you want to talk about raz, the highest grossing films of the year? Did they raz the Elephant Man? No, I'll give you the I'll give you the the winner of the worst picture is Can't Stop the Music. I know we've done Get this year. Get the fuck before. out, That's dude! The, that movie rules. The Village People film, dude. That is like the best uh, bad movie that's ever been made. Can't stop the music. Yeah, it's fucking great. Uh, is that Gutenberg. You wanna? We're gonna outdoor balcony. I, that I is would, that anytime, dude. All right. Hell yeah. Outdoor, uh, indoor, we got other films. I'll meet at the South Shore Plaza. We can watch it on our phones in separate cars. Whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the parking lot? Wherever. We'll hold you each can... other's. I'll hold my phone up to the window, and you watch my phone. You hold your phone up to the You're window, and I'll watch your phone. No. Cruising, The Formula, Friday the 13th, The Jazz Singer, The Nude Bomb, Raise Me, Titanic, Saturn Three, Windows, and Cruising, Xanadu. Cruising, that's uh, the Al Pacino, right? Uh, yes, William Friedkin. Uh, man on man crime. Yeah. Al Pacino is cruising. Have you ever seen that? Killer. No, I have not Fre- seen that That's one. a Friedkin joint? Uh, that's a, yeah, that's a Exorcist, that's a Friedkin. baby? Yeah, dog. Love that, dude. Straight up. Straight up. Fan of that, All right, man. Razzies. Eat shit. The Razzies. That already made me more mad. Said The Exorcist? No. No, I just said The Exorcist. <laughs> uh, I get confused. Highest grossing film of the year. It's a film called The Empire Strikes Back. You ever yeah, hear this thing? Yeah, that makes sense, right? The Empire Strikes the Back. Empire. Nine to five People coming in at number baseball. two. Nine to five. They loved It's a national pastime, they said. And then they get in there and they go, wait a minute. That's not an umpire. This is an empire. I've been lied to. This isn't a baseball yeah. film at all. Uh, nine to five coming in number two. Stir Crazy. Love nine Eugene to Wilder. five. You a big nine to five fan? Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen it all the way through, Dab, but I would uh, Coleman, I would nominate it in, instead of uh, uh, one film that was nominated this year. I would nominate yeah, almost absolutely. any film instead of one film. I'm kind of surprised it didn't get nominated. Nine to five was uh, huge. Yeah, it's huge, dude. It must have gotten Jane nominated Fonda, for the song. Lily Tomlin. I can't imagine Dolly Parton didn't get nominated. Oh, she got nominated for nine to five, what it takes to make a living. Yeah. Uh, it lost to uh, fame. I'm gonna live forever. For what's that? Best original song. Best original song. Fame. I mean, that was pretty big. I would have. I would have chosen nine to five. Well, because you got class. Tumble out of bed, and stumble fucking... to the kitchen, pour myself oh, a cup of ambition, yawn and stretch, and try to come to life. Preach it. Jump in the shout tub, dot up and I don't treat traffic and jumping. Folks like me on the job working nine to five. Working nine to five. What a way to make a living. 
All right, fair use, fair use, fair use, fair use, fair use, fair use. Thank you for timing. Parody, 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 satire. Dude, my my, I I auditioned for community auditions when I was when I was like fucking eight years old, singing that song, dude. You auditioned for community auditions. Do you remember community auditions? You remember, right? With uh, oh, what's the dudes? Who was it that hosted it? I've no, I don't know the Local name. Local television I legend. Bob LaBelle? No, but... Gene Levanchi? No, older than that. I'm going to figure it out. Uh, uh, Tuesday dude, Style? They, that fucking, guy? they had it at... Uh, the auditions were at Cardinal Cushing in Hanover. At the hospital? At the school. Oh, at the okay. school for With special the... children. And I don't know if... If it was an audition for special children, like, I don't know if my mother brought me in there and they were like, but they did not, they did not appreciate me. <laughs> I did not, I did not move on. <laughs> you ain't going to Hollywood <laughs> Crushed. And I uh, mean, you heard me sing it right here. You know how good I yo, am. Yo, bro, I just wanna I just wanna say that don't give up on your dreams, little Bill. You know? I think that it's gonna be a note today, but this is not the end of your journey. Just so I stupid. think you have you have a chance to come back here in one year back to Cardinal Cushing School. I for mean, the... we will go back to get a Christmas tree in December, but yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Bill. Uh, airplane is this year. Anyways, That's good jam. In. Dolly Parton, love that lady. Yep. Uh, so nine five in that. Jane Fonda, uh, Lily Atomalina. Oh yeah, the the cast of Grace and Frankie. Dabs. Big Daddy Dabs. Dabs. That's the second highest grossing film of the year. Stir Crazy coming in at number three. Airplane. Any which Stir way crazy. you can. That's the one where Gene Wilder does blackface. Uh I would yeah, is it? Yeah. I don't I've never seen any yeah. of those movies. I'm pretty sure um, it's that one. That's the Any which one. way you they can silver yep. bullet. Silver streak. Silver streak. No. Yeah. See silver no streak. evil, hear no evil. Yeah. Uh, I think there's one more. Uh, Private Benjamin's in the top 10. Coal Miner's Daughter. Smoking the Bandit 2, The Blue Lagoon. You see Private Benjamin? Are... Yeah, with Goldie, uh, Goldie Hawn. Uh, the Blue Lagoon with uh, an underage naked Brooke Shields. Yeah, that's wild, I right? I don't, is she that? actually naked in it? Isn't it like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm, that's weird. Uh, and The Blues Brothers. Coming in at number 10. The Blues Brothers 2000? Uh, nope, Blues Brothers uh, proper. All right. Uh, earliest, the earlier right. version. Uh, Blues Brothers 2000 wouldn't come out until the year 19. Oh, yeah, I love that shit. Blues. What's crazy? That's something like 1998. Saw it in theater. I saw a, a YouTube video of a Blues Brothers performance from, like, June july it was like some, this year oh yeah dude it was uh Danny john Ack? belushi jim not john belushi jim belushi dan yeah, Aykroyd, yeah, yeah. and i don't know oh man and it was 
not the greatest sound. I'll I'll find the link. Yeah, I'll I would send imagine you. you'll enjoy it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's fine. I'm good. I'm all set on that. Please don't send that. Sense. Stop looking. Stop. Sense. Stop. No, damn it. Oh, here's one from another angle too. Let me get you that one. Oh, yeah, you know I have to sign you up these. for the live cam. <sighs> Whoa, coal miner's daughter, directed by Michael Apted. Biography of Loretta Lynn, a country and western singer that came from poverty to fame. Sissy Spacek, Tommy Lee Jones, Levon Helm, Beverly D'Angelo, William Sanderson. Oh, yeah. Yep. William Sanderson. Uh, Coal Miner's Daughter. Good flick. Sissy Spacek. Dude. Love this movie. Uh, Sissy Spacek wins Best Actress yeah, for her role as Loretta Lynn. I think it also makes up for getting fucked out of Carrie. She should have won for Carrie. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones does not get a Best Supporting Actor nomination, which that I find... That seems strange. Strange. He's excellent He's in this really film. good in this. Uh, it's, uh, oh, yeah. This is what... This is one of the, like... This has got to be one of the fucking uh, blueprints for the biopic yeah. film. Yeah, I'd say. Of these musical biopics, right? I bet there's uh, specific references in Walk Hard to Coal Miner's Daughter. Coal yeah, but isn't that miners. what Walk Hard is? It's just references to other things and then trying to be funny about it. Yeah, I did not I think get it is, that movie. I have to watch it again. I don't think I liked it either. I liked Walk the, uh, well, walk the Line, the, the oh, Johnny yeah. Cash one. With, uh, I liked, I liked yeah. Crossing the Line. Yeah. I like pushing the envelope. With our old friend Yahwin Phoenix. Joaquin. Yahwin. He's won an Academy Award Yowin. since the last time you oh, had to pronounce did he? his name. Did he? Why so serious? That's Why so that was, serious? That was again that was Heath Dude, Ledger's I could Joker. Win a fucking Oscar playing the Joker. Are you kidding me? Easiest Jared Leto fucking can't. role to play in the world. Jared you look Leto like can't this. do it. You put makeup on it. You look straight at the camera and you go. Knock, knock. Who's there? Nope. Joker's here. That's, I don't go. think that's accurate. Like I think that. that's a pretty... Bill, I'm going to say something that's going to hurt your feelings, and I hope that it. I hope you learn oh. from this. That was a that was a piss-poor Joker, and First you know it. First time for everything. You, you know that feelings. stunk. You think that Coal wasn't miners, a good Joker. You don't think that, that was, was horrible. To a man not accurate a in any way. That's you not what he does. He doesn't tell, tell jokes. Joke. I said, knock, knock. Who's there? And then I answered who was there. I said, the Joker's here. The Joker who? Then I, you know. I'm, All right, see? You fucking. It's it's more physical humor than words. Yeah. You can still you're joke a... around by making a goofy face or maybe pretending you pulled your thumb off the other hand with the other hand. There's a lot of ways Co people joke around. Coal miner. I hope you get black lung. <laughs> what? From working in a coal mine. Me? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Joker. He's coming yeah, to oh, a coal no, no, mine no. near you. Oh, gee, the Joker in a coal mine? Dude, that would be bad I news. I cannot wait for this musical Joker to come out. It's going to be so good. Hello, my baby. Hello, my... With Lady Gaga? Lady it's going to be like new, Martin, Martin Scorsese's New York, New York. That's Scorsese what, that's, is going to be a part no. of it? No. No, he was supposed to produce the first one, and then he walked away. Anyway, we're not talking about the Joker. We're talking about the coal miner's daughter. I was talking about the Joker. Not, I know you were. Not a Joker in sight. Fun film. Watch it. Coal really miner's daughter. Really good film. Uh, Sissy Spacek. Excellent work. Only Academy Award, I think. 
I made that up. The Elephant Man, directed Nobody by David known. Lynch. A Victorian surgeon rescues a heavily disfigured man being mistreated by his owner as a sideshow freak. Behind his monstrous facade, there is revealed a person of great intelligence and sensitivity based on the true story of Joseph Merrick, a severely deformed man in 19th century London. Anthony Hopkins, John Hurt, and Bancroft. The Elephant Man, a movie you've told me multiple times this week. You have been too afraid to watch I have, for most of your life. Uh, so I remember seeing... Well, I remembered when watching it again, the, the part where they, the guard, who wears tap shoes. What is this dude wearing tap shoes in the hospital for? Oh, he's putting on a little show, a little song and dance. It's craziness. He brings everybody in and they pour the alcohol down his throat and leave him for dead, pretty much. Yep. And yeah. I remember seeing that as a kid and being like, nah, this ain't my jam. I'm an empathetic yeah, boy yeah, yeah. and I have feelings. That's the thing is that that's like one of the few cruel scenes it i mean it is right in a in a movie that's nothing but it's a lot nicer than i thought it was gonna be yeah i loved it i thought I was, it was i, I thought, thought it was, was really good i i really liked uh and bancroft in it yeah, i thought the great. romeo and juliet reading that they did was was a really good scene i thought I hopkins hopkins, is hopkins fucking... is you see fucking hannibal lecter dying to get out of that fella Oh, yeah, dude. He's got some fucking crazy dead eyes sometimes. Um, I don't know, dude. I This one, I just I started to put it on, and I was just like, oh, dude, I'm in. Yeah, I'm I like the, uh, it had it's the. It's hypnotic. The, it's like mesmerizing. It has like Ooh. the Oliver fail, too, with that that era. And like oh, the yeah, yeah. Bite, bites in that little kid that, that watches after Merrick. Yeah. Uh, feels a little bit like a universal horror film. Yeah, yeah. There's one part when the. Uh, when the other freaks, their word, Sean, their word, their word, when they're Not helping ours. them escape. And it mm-hmm. looks like sh- a shot out of Frankenstein yeah, when they're yeah, walking yeah. through the along the, the river. Yeah. Um, cool movie. Yeah, John, movie, uh, dude. John Hurt is excellent in this. He gets nominated for Academy Award Best Actor, but loses uh, to a man we'll talk about in a second. Uh, but he's, uh, he's so good and sweet. And when he, like, once he starts talking and he reveals that he can read and you go like, oh, this is the fucking, what a, what a weird thing to not tell anybody. Yeah. I would pay more money to go see a guy who looks like the elephant man. Read like, like, sonnets. Yeah. Like who could like just like talk to you and be nice than just like a guy that like you hit with a stick. Like, why do they got to beat him? Like, oh. And so he could just be sitting I in mean, his I cage think, reading and reclining. I think the beating him is, is showing man's inhumanity to man, Sean. You know, it's a classic, oh. it's a classic trope of cinema. Fucking freshman English class Bill showed up. Man versus, this is a conflict that's man versus man, not man versus machine or man versus nature. This is man versus man. It was uh, Kenny versus Spenny. The very oh, opening man. of it, dude. I'm like, man, those elephants aren't having sex with this lady, right? Yeah, it's like a real weird nope. opening. I don't yeah. think I, I don't think I realized that this was a David Lynch film until until I was watching it. Like I was looking on IMDb while I was watching it. Yep. And uh, so he he uh, he directs. This is his second film. Gets nominated for best director, best picture. Makes a racer head, which I've never seen. I haven't either. It's that's another one that's always kind of freaked me out. Um, and then the next one he makes is, I think, his version of Dune. Um, and then Blue Velvet. 
I just want to make sure I'm right on that. Yeah, Eraserhead, The Elephant Man, Dune, my, Blue Velvet. Kyle MacLachlan's in Dune, right? Yes. Right. And is so is Sting and Patrick Stewart. Have you ever seen that one? No, I should watch it because... Yeah, uh, Dune, baby. I'm a Dune born on, baby. Born on the Cape in the month born of July. Dunes. Random big old sand dunes. Uh, that's another one of those movies where it's like there's like 12 different versions and nobody can tell you which one's the there's, best version. One, which fucking that shit pisses me off so much. There's one floating around. There's something on Prime now that's like Planet Dune or something. I, it's like one of those. I think it's one of those ripoff movies that just pop. Oh, up. yeah. It might be one of the the sci-fi channel did all of the Dune books. Yeah. Which I have right here. Oh, look at you, you fucking big nerd. I have a copy of Dune. Oh, look at you. I have a copy of Dune Messiah. Well, you keep them in the safe so the kids don't get their hands on them, get beat up <laughs> And I have school. a copy of Children get of Dune. Get the hell Three out of that What happened? What Never... library did you rob? I had to ask. Somebody needed to get me a Christmas present last year, and I just watched Dune. And I was like, you know what? I'd like to read those Dune books. And they were like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, dude, you can get me these three books for $17. They were like, I'm in. They were like, are you fucking kidding me? No, then buy me an iPad then, asshole. <laughs> I was hoping. The elephant could... man. I was hoping he was going to ask for an iPad, but this fucking idiot asked for three fucking actual books. Yeah, where am I going to get books? Get a get Kindle, books? you dork. What, I got to cut a tree down for this loser? Uh, then my wife, the books show up. She's like, what, do we got to get a bookshelf now? Oh, now idiot? we got to get a bookshelf? Raging Bull. Now we gotta get a fire Martin. extinguisher in case these books catch on fire. <laughs> I mean, we, yeah, we. I mean, we we do need to do that anyway. I that's mean, it's always a good idea to get one every smart day. practice. Uh, Raging Bull, directed by Martin Scorchese. When Jake LaMotta steps into a boxing ring and obliterates his opponent, he's a prize fighter. But when he treats his family and friends the same way, he's a ticking time bomb, ready to go off at any moment. Though LaMotta wants his family love, something always seems to come between them. Perhaps it's his violent bouts of paranoia and jealousy. The, this kind of rage helped make him a champ. But in real life, he winds up in the ring alone. Perhaps it is Boy. those violent bouts of paranoia. Mm, I don't want to get all armchair Dude, psychology Dude, this movie should have won. Yup. Not even close. Dude, they really fucked Scors- Scorsese for a long time, right? Yeah. He didn't get it. Um, he didn't get till The Departed, right? Yeah, he didn't win Best Director until The Departed. One wild, of his, dude. Uh, he's still got Casino and Goodfellas that will get nominated. Yeah. Um, let's just take a quick look and see if any of the others. Uh, I don't King think of so. Comedy think... didn't get nominated. Didn't get anything, right? No, it's not Raging Bull to Goodfellas. There's a dry spell, but he's got some great movies dude, in it's there. So Fucking wild, Last Temptation, all that shit. And then at a certain point, it's just everything gets nominated. Last Temptation didn't get nominated. Uh, no, sir. You uh, know that was about Christ, the Christ figure, Jesus. You might know him as the what now? The Christ, Jesus Christ, died upon the cross, born of a virgin. Huh. Blessed is thy uh-huh. womb, Jesus, Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners now, yeah. the hour of death. Yeah, cool. I guess sounds cool. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right to give thanks and praise. Through him, with him, and him, and the unity of the Holy Spirit. Dude, I haven't, uh, I haven't hung out in that fucking particular cult in so long, but I remember all. Do you? I remember all the big bits they do. Do you think that 
Rocky winning four years Absolutely, earlier. Absolutely, dude. Do you think that this would have – was this even in a thought? Did this make this happen? Was that the question no, you were asking? In terms of the, no. You, oh, you mean so like do you think Martin Scorsese sees Rocky and he's like, ah, I got to do a boxing picture. I mean, I, I would think so, but I, I mean, how long does it take to make a movie? I don't know. Maybe this Fucking, is something no, he'd know. been working on for fucking eight years. Uh, well, uh, I just, man, it's just so good, and it's it's incredible, and we, dude, and it's so fucking, this is... it's so fucking painful at times. Like he's so painful at times. It's so pain, like meticulously constructed. It looks like a movie from the fifties, dude. It's wild. Like, like I used to, I remember, like seeing the first time. I think I remember. Joe Pesci was Goodfellas, you know, and like so. I think sure. So in my mind, it's like, oh, it's his first movie, you know. And I mean, yeah, you know no. that that's not the case. But you go through. So what do they got? They got uh, Rage and Bull, Goodfellas. You're talking Pesci Pacino, and De Niro and The Irishman. Did they, yeah. Is it just the four? I mean, just the four, make four together. I don't know. Great film is is Robert De Niro in Lethal Weapon three. Huh? Well, yeah. You talking to me? Oh, you no! Robert De Niro me? showed up. That's you good. know what's weird is uh, two films uh, nominated this year. They uh, they say I'm not an animal. De Niro says that as Lamada. I'm a man. And what's what's and now what's ironic is that he is an animal and the elephant man is a is a nice guy is he quoting the elephant man though how is he oh, quoting you think that guy's ever read a fucking book in his life i don't know Stick he book. said i mean he does a lot of when he's doing his uh he's just reciting famous quotes like he does my horse my horse my kingdom for a horse i haven't had oh, a winner yeah. in six months just the yeah, absolute fucking worst banter comedy can you imagine can you imagine Dude, going right to see a boxer stage. at the end of his life being like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a dramatic soliloquy here you go i could have been a contender you just saw me when i was coming down there i could have been a contender he just does that I'm speech from like, on the waterfront at the end he's yeah. got no emotion he's just got no talent and you're just sitting in the audience going please don't make eye contact with him don't make uh i want to acknowledge... sneak out not look at him while you're walking out and he's standing at the merch table uh, Frank Vincent uh, is fucking excellent. In yeah, this movie. he is. Him and, Joe, him and Joe Pesci used to be a, like a a band or a comedy duo, or I they, know they were Pesci a package deal. Used to deal. be a singer. Yeah, but Frank Vincent was in there with them. They have like novelty records. So together. that's how he got in all those. Uh, I think maybe in the they, Scors- maybe Scorchesi world. Yeah, I mean they just they run in the same circles. And I want to shout out all time Sean Sullivan Crush, Kathy Moriarty. Star of Casper, obviously, and uh, in this movie, maybe the sexiest lady that's ever lived, and uh, just and fucking... sixteen years old. Insane performance. Uh, no, she was twenty-one, probably sixteen years old when they first made her in this. Sean. Okay, that's in the film. But, yeah, uh, and actually... that's legitimate. She was a method actress. So she went back in she time. She went back in time. No, she's twenty years old. Became this is all fine. Sixteen years old. So good. I can't believe that she didn't have a 
Maybe she did have a bigger career and she's just like a blind spot, but like. Means uh, Raging Bull. She's fucking good. Analyze that. Casper. Yeah, I mean, she's Uh, dumb. She's incredible in this. I feel like she was in a movie that we did. Uh, Uh, Raging Bull? Shit, yeah, it was Raging Bull. Fuck. Oh, she's great in Kindergarten Cop. Uh, I love Kathy Moriarty. You love okay, her. Okay, anyway. Keep talking about it. It's almost getting to a point of uncomfortability. On the cheek for her talents. Raging Ball. <laughs> watch it. Tass, directed by yeah, Roman dude, watch Polanski. Watch it. One of, one of uh, Scorsese's best. Yeah, I would. I'm gonna. I think at the moment, <clears throat> until I watch another Scorsese movie, it's number one. And then whatever the next one I watch will be the number one. But it's so good. Tess, directed by Roman Polanski, a strong-willed peasant girl, is sent by her father to the estate of some local aristocrats to capitalize on a rumor that their families are from the same line, but is left traumatized from her experiences. Now, the tagline listed here says she was born into a world where they called it seduction, not rape. What she did would shatter that world forever. So, oh, really? Cool. Uh, Polanski really going on a personal journey with this film. Yeah. Natasha Kinski. Like, this is right Peter after Firth. it, too, right? Right after he fled. Uh, yeah, so the timeline, as I understand it, uh, is in. And you said, 19- before we do this, before you talk about this, you've seen all six seasons of Better Call Saul, so you understand the law. Yes, very much. And I will not be giving spoilers for that final season. Thank Don't you. ask. Thank you, AMC. Plus. And fuck you, AMC Plus, Dude. for taking that last season off. What are you doing? Dude, fi- Why would I you do that? I blew through the first five seasons in like three weeks. You're trying to get these guys Emmy Awards and you're pulling shit down? Come on. The whole time I'm Come thinking. Come on. The whole time I'm thinking, fucking going to cruise through this sixth season on AMC Plus. And I go right, on here we there go. and it's not there at all. And I've been lied to. Here's the timeline for Mr. Roman Polanski. In 1977, Roman Polanski is arrested and charged with drugging and raping a 13-year-old girl. He pleads down to seducing. a lesser offense. Drugging and seducing. Nope. I mean drugging and raping. All right. That's the charge. All he right. can't get charged uh, yeah, for yeah. seduction. I was not. Uh, all right. As a result of the plea bargain, he pleads guilty to the lesser offense of unlawful sex with a minor. And then in 1978, a judge is like... No. Where did this happen? Was it in California? Uh, I believe that is correct. Uh, So then he finds out that uh, they're going to reject the plea deal and they're going to put him in jail. So he flees to Paris in 1978. In 1979, uh, his film Tess comes out in Europe. And then in 1980, it comes out in the United States. And then in 1981, he's nominated for Best Picture and Best Director. A man who fled the country because of uh, uh, rape allegations that he pled guilty to. They went ahead and they were like, enough time has passed. It's time to heal. It's Let's time bring to Roman separate Polanski. the yacht from the artist. Unless this is like some like really awful bad sting operation by like the FBI or the CIA or Trying some shit to get, to get him, him to be to like, get the award. They're like, damn it, he's in France and we can't extradite him. Oh, we'll give him an award. Oh, yeah, he loves awards. Dude, that's got to be, what is it, 25 years Freedom of Information Act? We should find out. What was up with that uh, test nomination? Was that a sting? What? I mean, what a fucking, how hard is it not to, <sighs> fuck. It's just so weird. What? Why would you, everybody knew about it, and they were just like, ah, come on, she's 13. Like, Can't we just 
Nominate nine to five. Ugh. No, we're going to nominate Tess, a movie which also, by the way, looks fucking boring. I watched the first half hour and I had to bail. Dude, it's, I'm sure it's it beautiful. Be, Gives a nah, shit. It should be released in 1965 when they were doing all those three hour Victorian boring ass. Oh, it's the seven minutes of a girl toss looking at a field. with Tom Jones. Yeah, pfft, toss it in with Tom Jones. But the winner of Best Picture at the Academy Awards, a film you can obviously tell by the energy on the podcast today. We're pumped to talk about this no one. Pumped and <laughs> jacked. Is Ordinary People, directed by Robert Redford? How the fuck did this win? Because it was Robert Redford. I think yeah. it won on the strength of Timothy Hutton's performance. Yeah, so... Uh, is a film uh, stars Donald Sutherland, Mary, uh, Mary Tyler Moore, and Timothy Hutton as, uh, get this, ordinary people. Just regular, just regular, regular run-of-the-mill folk. Now, do they live in a plantation home yeah, in the suburbs? Yeah, a little an bit. An ordinary plantation home. Yeah, but there's nothing. In they an don't ordinary have, suburb. They don't have an in-ground pool, okay? They have an ordinary pool. They have an indoor pool. It's But it's ordinary. It's nothing Fucking exceptional. Totally. It's not Olympic yeah, nothing sized. Ab- uh, they are the they are the Jarretts, Calvin, Beth, and Conrad, uh, and then our fourth character, of course, will be Judd Hirsch, uh, the great Judd Hirsch as Doctor Berger. Taxi. Yeah, uh, John. These are some waspy ass wasps. Yeah, very. Just living in the Chicago suburbs. And their giant mansion, we meet them, like, just as they're going about their day, eating dinner, and you go, like, oh, this family is cold. Something, hey, something happened, and somebody fart in this room? What's going on? Why are you guys so cold to each other? You and guys it's like, see oh, a ghost? Yeah, oh, Jesus, dude, if this movie had a ghost, absolutely best picture, but no ghost, even. Didn't even have the audacity to throw in a fucking ghost? Turns out that Conrad is their uh, surviving son, and their oldest son... Uh, died when uh, the two of them were out on a skiff in the middle of the perfect storm, apparently. Yeah, it's very... uh... Dude, the accident is almost just like an after... Like, just a happenstance in this movie. It doesn't even... Look, I'm just not a sailor, so I don't know. Can you get caught in a storm like that? Listen, there's an aft. There's a port. There's a starboard. There's an in the water. There's an out of the water. There's a sail. There's a skiff. There's a buoy. There's a dinghy. There's a about dolphin. Yeah. There's, there's an anchor, and okay. pretty much after you get after that, it's easy. Yeah. All right. It's easy. Well, I guess man. I understand. You it. Get there. You just stop. Dude, floating. if these two kids, if these two kids knew about that, all that shit, they'd be they wouldn't have capsized their little fucking. Their little one person. It was sailboat. him on the boat with the brother, right? Yeah. So eventually they flash back. Yeah, and, and I had such a hands. hard time seeing his face on the boat. And the older brother's just like goofing around and being like, "Nah, dude, just let go. Who gives a shit?" Uh. So anyway, this kid is traumatized. He also he attempted to take his own life, uh, four months ago, and he he's just just reacclimating to uh, regular life out of the psychiatric hospital. He's got no relationship with his mother, America's sweetheart, Mary Tyler Moore. Which ah, this is not America's sweetheart. I would imagine this would have been quite the shock at the time. I I've never watched yeah, Dick Van Dyke a, or Mary Tyler Moore, uh, but like people love beloved. Yeah, she was uh, America's comedy princess. 
Uh, and then in this movie, she is dour, dour, awful. I mean, she did lose a son in a boating accident who apparently was the only member of the family she cared for. Yeah. Yeah. No, she seems to like Donald Sutherland quite a lot. I Uh, I mean, she just she seems to just be used to him. Well, here's the thing. I thought that they have a very sweet relationship and that she sees one just one one slight flaw in him yeah and in that he uh loves both of his children yeah and she just can't abide by that he's like what like pick a favorite and treat the one that's still alive like shit yeah pass on all your insecurities to that one uh but she's like a typical suburban mom she's embarrassed that her son passed she's embarrassed that her other son tried to kill him so embarrassing shameful fucking secrets you're not supposed to Conrad starts going to see a psychiatrist and she's just like, don't fucking tell people that they're going to think he's crazy. And Donald Sutherland's like, yeah, and he's just like having a casual conversation at a party. He's he's a little bit crazy. That's my Donald Sutherland. It's not good. This is probably this is like one of my favorite Donald Sutherland performances because he's he's not a fucking psychotic asshole. It's just it takes it. You're asking so much if you're going to put him in a sympathetic light yeah it's so hard it, because it is hard dude like this and he is invasion of the body snatches i think of the two that where yeah, he's even not. in even in invasion of the body snatches he's still a little scummy though right he's like a detective like you know you can see a, he's still a hardened guy this is like is he is like, he a detective in that is he a cop in that no, i can't remember I don't know. I just know he's got the trench coat and does that. But I mean, now anytime Donald Sutherland shows up in a movie, you automatically know who the bad guy is. Yeah. Um. And but, and in this, uh, he's not like he he actually like sticks up. He's for trying Timothy to Hutton, who's fucking. Yeah, he's dude, trying that to, kid is so good in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Donald Sutherland, he's trying to hold the family apart. You can see the mom hates the other son. You can see the struggles of the other son, and then Timothy Hutton plays Conrad. He wins Best Supporting Actor, uh, well-deserved. Yeah. Uh, he beats uh, Judd Hirsch uh, for Ordinary People, which I don't even... That does shouldn't he, he shouldn't even be nominated. That should be Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I guess you can make a case that Tommy Lee Jones could be a Best Actor, but uh, Judd who Hirsch was, is fine. Who was nominated for Best Actor? With a... Well, uh, so supporting actors: Timothy Hutton beats Judd Hirsch, Michael O'Keefe for the Great Santini. Oh, uh, Noonan Joe from Pesci. Caddyshack. That's the fucking Robert Duvall movie I told you I was talking about one time. Yeah, it's like a uh, army film. Or yeah, something. he's a Air Force pilot, I think. Uh, nominate that instead of te- Tess. Uh, Joe Pesci for Raging Bolt, and then Jason Robards for Jonathan Demme's Melvin and Howard. Mary Steenburgen wins so Best Pesci, Supporting Actress. Pesci is so good. Yeah, I still would give him Hutton. I would give Pesci for Goodfellas. I think Goodfellas in Casino is Pesci at like peak Pesci. Yeah. Uh, but there's some there's some tones and some notes that Pesci's playing in Raging Bull, brother, that you're not seeing in other Joe Pesci performances. He's subservient, dude. He's like subservient, He's subservient. to fucking Jake. But then, uh, best supporting but then actress. Fucking, that like that scene when he fucking stomps on Frank Vincent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes a car door to him and shit. 
Dude, how many times has he beaten the shit out of Pinkman it's awesome. on film? But it's even it's even better knowing that they were like a duo and fucking yeah, fucking best friends. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Mary Steenburgen wins best supporting. You kind of think at some point, fucking, he's he was like, fucking, let me get a shot in at you. Is Frank Vincent still alive? I feel like he passed recently, uh, but I might be thinking of Polly Walnuts. Uh, Polly Walnuts definitely passed. Yeah. Frank Vincent, uh, he passed in 2017. Man. Oh boy, you had losing them all. We're losing them all. It's all hey, the great they're gonna goombas. start dropping like flies. Mary Steenburgen for the eighth time wins Best Supporting Actress. Melvin and Howard, a movie I've never seen or really have heard of. I don't think I've heard of it. Harold and Maude, you saying? Melvin and Howard. It's a Jonathan Demme film. Uh, I bet it's good because Jonathan Demme's good. Eileen Brennan gets nominated for Private Benjamin. Eva Legalen for Resurrection. Kathy Moriarty for Raging Bull. And Diana Scarwid for Inside Moves. I don't know. Sissy Spacek gets Best Actress. Ellen Burstyn for Resurrection. Goldie Hawn, Private Benjamin. Oh, that's a cool nomination. Mary Tyler Moore for Ordinary People. And Gina Rowlands for Gloria. And, of course, the one we've been waiting for. Robert De Niro wins. Big old fat boy himself putting on 70 pounds of just pure fucking fat that's to his wild, face. Wild, uh, For Raging Bull, he wins. Robert Duvall gets nominated for Great Santini. John Hurt for The Elephant Man. Jack Lemmon for Tribute. And Peter O'Toole for The Stuntman. And Robert Redford wins Best Director. Who gives a shit? Ordinary I mean, people. I'm sure Timothy Robert Hutton. Redford did. Nah, he's too big for that kind of shit. Only Oscar, I think. I don't think he ever got a, a performance Oscar. Unlike his boy Paul Newman. Uh, Conrad, Timothy Hutton is uh, perfect in this movie. Yeah, dude. He's like... Uh... Um, I'm, he, I'm not. He's not a guy that... I'm super familiar with. Like I just know. I remember Falcon and the Snowman. He did. Okay, yeah. Uh, with Sean uh, Penn. Were there spies? He's in or some. Tra- he's in... Or they're like being tried for espionage or something. Uh, which I really like. With George taps. C. Scott. That's a great movie. Where they t- they uh, hold the school hostage. The kids take it over. He did. Uh, he did four years starring on the hit TNT drama series Leverage. Oh, and he leveraged that into something else. Yep. Uh, yeah, Timothy Hutton. Turk yeah, this, I mean, this oh, would, Turk One Eighty Two. That is a movie I have seen. This would, I would say, be the highlight of his career. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's perfect um, in it, dude. He, he does such a great job. Um, so Elizabeth McGovern uh, pops in, up in here. Yeah, so he's got he's got a friend. He's got two. Uh, he crosses paths with Elizabeth McGovern, uh, who's a, she's a having little, a baby, little sweetie pie, little cutie pie from the choir, uh, and they start dating. He's on the swim team. M. Emmett Walsh is the coach. He quits the swim team. He just keeps losing control of his life because it turns out he's got dude, PTSD. M. Walsh is like oh, an asshole, dude. He yeah, said, you, he sure, you sure you got to go to a doctor? I never go loopy like that. I'll tell you that. Much. I never let them put electricity yeah, in my I brain. I wouldn't let them shock me, you fucking loser. Um, Thanks, coach. So, the, I mean, the whole movie. So, and then he, he has this uh, this friend, uh, Karen, that he met at the psychiatric hospital that he stayed in touch with. Uh, and these are the players. So he starts dating this girl, uh, Janine Pratt. 
Pratt from uh, school. He's buddying around with his pals, but he cannot get his mom to acknowledge anything. She doesn't give one fuck about him. He's trying his best. His She's awkward so self. Like he's like, I got a seventy-eight in trig, and then she almost starts. She's like, Oh yeah, trigonometry. And he's like, You took trig, and she's like, No, no, I never did. And then she just turns around and walks away. My, I burned down the garage just trying to start <laughs> a conversation. <laughs> it is like that scene in The Simpsons where they're all ignoring Bart, and he's like, Sometimes I light fires. The fires <laughs> talk to me. I think I need help. Like she's, dude. Yeah, she's so, just like. Uh, like at one point, uh, you well, asked me, Sutherland is, he supposed, goes, is she right? supposed to be the stepmother? Like, it doesn't even feel like she's supposed to be the biological mother. Yeah, because she's dealing with the same exact shit as the kid, but she's not seeking help for it. Uh, she's just choosing to ignore it and fucking suppress it or whatever. But and, Donald Sutherland and goes to the doctor. Timothy Hutton. Being yeah, on she's the like, well, yeah, it's his fault that uh, it happened, and and so the doctor's whole thing is he's trying to teach him that it's not his fault. It's a real goodwill hunting thing, dude. I I feel like they really modeled that whole Robin Williams. Oh sure, uh, yeah, oh yeah, I bet. I love when Judd Hirsch is like, he's like, what did you do wrong? What what's the one thing that you did wrong? Oh, you didn't drown in the ocean. That's it. That's the thing that you're beating yourself up about is that you lived, you dumbass. It's fucking great. And his whole uh, thing with, like, the clock, he has the clock turned towards him, and he tries to see, he goes, don't worry about the time. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. that real, like, stickle of uh, sticking to the details. Mary Tyler Moore is just like, I, I, we got to get out of here. Let's go to Houston. We'll leave Conrad, our suicidal yeah, we'll son, alone. our only child that we have left. Uh, so we can go play golf with my brother and just get drunk, and then... Uh, Donald Sutherland and her, uh, they have a that great scene on the golf course where he's just fucking. Dude, well, how awkward is that? Like he's yelling at around. her, and then the brother and the fucking sister in law are also like, "We just kind of want what's best for you and your family and stuff." Like he's like, not. We just want you to wrong. be happy. And um, she's like, "Fuck you, my kid's dead, dude." And she's like, "I'll be happy when my other son dies, also." Um, like, I mean, finds... I, you know, she's grieving, but it's like she's yeah. not doing it well. Like, she's just destroying just no, the other no people. No fucking compassion. Yeah. Not a, just, ugh. It's really, a really, really bizarre, but. Uh, yeah, and then uh, she leaves. She moves out at the end. And Donald suddenly have that great scene in the backyard where he's like, it's not your fault. Don't you blame yourself. Yeah. And then they're just going to be buddies. Hang out for the another two years till he graduates high school, and then uh, oh, and and he calls and finds out Karen killed herself. Yeah, that's what that's what fucking quick phone call. Is Karen there? That phone Karen's call. dead. Oh, uh, 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 and the guy gets on the phone. Hello. Yeah, no, Karen's dead. She killed herself. Click. Timothy Hutton's like, what? You, uh, hello. It used to be like ninety nine cents a minute to make a phone call from your house. People <laughs> would have fa- to that's... do the information quick. That's one of my favorite gags in a movie is when uh, they go, you have a collect call from, she had a boy. His name is Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Do you accept these charges? No. No. (laughs) Oh, she had a boy. His name's Gary. It's great. Great, great, great. Ordinary People, not one of my favorite movies that we've watched. I don't know. It just kind of was. Yeah. It's weird how 
like I I knew what it was about going into it, and yeah. I knew that there was had been a there was a death, but I thought it was going to be something that I saw, and then we dealt with the after effects. But it's like you jump into this what months after a year after I don't even know. I think maybe at the time this is the beginning of the eighties when you know self help and uh, analysis and all that kind of shit like get real became... analytical in the early eighties. So I feel like I feel like people were like, uh, "Ooh, whoa!" They're talking about therapy. <laughs> what? Whereas we're like in, yeah, you know what the greatest show of all time is? Is about this time this fucking big mob boss used to go to his therapist all the time. <laughs> fucking awesome! We're all going to fucking therapy. Um, it probably uh, helped destigmatize mental health awareness. Uh. But we still got so much work left to do, folks. So much, work and that's left why to I'm do. here to talk to you today. That if you need help, if you are ever feeling no, I wouldn't uh, call back. I uh, I just put my microphone down because I will. Yeah, not you be just the jumped one. out a fucking window. You were like, bye. <laughs> it was just there was a dust outline of Bill as you zipped out of the room. What do we got next week, Sean? Uh, another. I mean, guys, here's the thing: we just came off of ten weeks of fucking films from the seventies. Every one of them, a fucking banger. The French Connection, The Godfather, The Sting, The Godfather Part 2, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, are you shitting me? Rocky, Annie Hall, The Deer Haunter, Kramer vs. Kramer, and now Ordinary People is kind of a, you know, just a whew, just a sweet release, just a little breath before we jump right back into uh, next week, Chariots oh, of Fire. Oh, dude, I've never fire. seen this jam. Bum, 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 this is about the Olympics, bum, right? It's not real chariots. Bum, da, da, da. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> about no about ch- foot racing. Chariots of <gasps> fire. That's There's what we're no watching. There's no chariots in this thing. I'm gonna be pissed. We're watching that other nominated films: Atlantic City, is that on Golden Al- Pond. Is that or is that? I'm thinking. No, that's Nashville. a Lewis Lewis Mall Mall Mall. Oh, on uh, Golden on, Pond, Balcony Classic. On Golden Pond, Raiders of the Lost Ark, dun, directed dun, by dun. Steven Spielberg, and Reds, directed by Warren Beatty. Oh, Reds is streaming. I just saw that. Oh, it is? Song. Yeah. I just yeah, saw he wins song. Best Director, so I am going to check that shit out. I think that's like a three-hour jam. Uh-huh. But uh, all of that and more. And, yo, shout out to Please. our boy, Balcony Legend, Jean-Luc Godard. We miss you, oh, brother. Oh, dude, 21 films popped up on Criterion. Make make heaven up. make heaven rock with your your films that your French movies that I've never never once even. Sean, had you that. got any shows to plug? Not even had an inkling to ever watch <laughs> one Godard film. I have no shows to plug. Uh, Mister Sean Sullivan on the social read, medias right? and uh, uh, subtitles. You can't Balcony do. Boys show. No, dude, and because they're in French and they stink. Wee wee pee. Oh, look at you. The man just died. Show a little respect. I'll be a little empathetic for once in your stupid life. I mean, I can't, I can't, I cannot muster any up more respect than I'm sorry. I'm never going to watch any of your movies. I mean, that is pretty respectful. Yeah. What, what Godard film are you going to dive into today? Fucking uh, film breathless. Sin- <laughs> oh shit. All right. Yeah. I guess that's, that's one of the big ones, huh? Fuck man. Damn. You really fucking call my bluff. No, I got to fucking watch a goddamn Godard. Apologies. Maybe I'll watch. Um, I'm going to watch. Oh, you mean the Pink Panther? I'm going to watch the Pink Panther. 
No, uh, it does seem like he was a pioneer of uh, film and an important figure. That's in, what all the uh, kids are talking about now. That's They're what all the blogs. Film Twitter's going nuts. TikToks. Dude, this this John John Luke Goddard riff is gonna fucking do big numbers on the Instagram. It's topical. Is that what we're just trying to get a rail out of this right now? Let's uh, it seems like a little <laughs> bit. That's my whole entire life. It All really right. sucks. Well, let's figure out a good one for next week. 